You're now listening to the Co-op Podcast on thecoalition.com. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 304 of the Co-op Podcast. I know that there has been a long break between episode 300 and 304, but uh, don't worry. We'll be a lot more consistent with episodes now that there's actually stuff to talk about. Break between. Uh, so I'm your host, Rich Billy Jr., and today I'm joined by Ms. Hi, Dana Abercrombie. Going How's it going, uh, Dana? I'm excited to talk about games. Yes. And we are also joined by Mr. Gary A. Swaby. How's it going, Gary? It's going very well. Thank you very much. And how are you? Yes. Uh, I'm doing pretty good. It has been a, uh, I want to say, a very wild week uh, across the board. So uh, very glad that there is some gaming stuff to talk about. Because um, it hasn't really been that much gaming news that has happened you know, over the last couple of weeks, aside from the PlayStation 5 reveal event, so on and so forth. So, uh, but yeah, it just seemed like all of a sudden a whole bunch of news dropped this week. So we definitely wanted to have some thoughts on a lot of the things that have been going on uh, as far as uh, upcoming titles, so on and so forth. So uh, to kick things off, we're going to first talk about what we have been playing and what we have been up to. So I'm actually going to go to you first, Dana. What have you been up to, and what have you been playing? Literally, the shortest uh, answer would be not much. I've been slightly busy with other things, but I have been able to... I started just replaying old games. Um, uh, one other one was Plants vs. Zombies, The Battle of Neighborhoodville. That was always like a really cute, fun game. Something to just pass the time and kind of just settle down. From the craziness of the week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's actually a, a good a good game. I would say for for that for that exact reason. Um, yeah, that sounds good. So uh, I'm gonna go to you next, Gary. How about you let everybody know what you've been playing and what you've been up to. Um, so I've been kind of busy lately, so I haven't been playing a whole lot, but. Um, I'm still playing Persona 4 Golden. Um, of course, I reviewed that game for the website when it came out on Steam. And I'm actually still playing the game. It's a very fun game. Um, I'm loving it. I'm loving the music, loving the characters. And yeah, if you love JRPGs, I highly recommend that game. Um, and besides that, I've still been playing Overwatch. Um, and it's been over four consecutive years now that I've been playing that game, but um, I still love it, and uh, people still play it, so there you go. Um, besides that, you know, I've just been doing a lot of work. I'm working on a few different projects at the moment, so that's taking up a lot of my time. But uh, four day, years day is a marriage. You... Say what? Four years is a marriage. Oh yeah, definitely. I'm 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 married to that game. For sure. 
So 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 we so we can confirm now that when Overwatch Two comes out, Gary's probably going to cheat on Overwatch One, and uh, he's going to have to get that marriage annulled so he can focus all of his time on Overwatch Two. Well, four years is too long for an annulment. I see an ugly, messy divorce. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of like you know when people have been um been married for like ten. 10, 15 years and then all of a sudden one of the partners gets bored and then you know they, they start seeing a younger person like that that's what it's going to be like when Overwatch 2 comes out like that will be my younger replacement so it's as long as she's legal <laughs> oh it, it will definitely be legal don't worry about that absolutely but hey this sounds good I figured you were going to say Overwatch is what you have been playing because I know that you are a huge fan of that series. So uh, hopefully in the future you will be able to give some thoughts on Overwatch too because uh, I'm pretty sure you'll have a lot to say about that after you've uh, spent time uh, with that game. So For sure. And, and there's a lot of rumors that um, Overwatch 2 is either going to have a beta at the end of this year or it's actually coming out at the end of this year. But... I think more so we're going to get a beta. Otherwise, we probably would have heard by now if it's coming out this year. So uh, it's probably just going to be a beta, but we'll see. Well, well, hey, yeah, we'll we'll definitely see about that because I mean, you 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 mean you 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 never know for sure. But we'll see because I, I do have something to say later related to that particular part that you said. But I'm gonna wait till we get to that topic on the actual uh, list of topics. Um, as for what I have been playing, uh, I have been playing, well, I have completed what I, I guess you can argue is one of the most controversial games of 2020, uh, The Last of Us Part Two. Um, we currently have a review on the website that was done by Tatiana, so I would definitely encourage everybody to check out the review. I know that a lot of people have had a lot to say about this game. Uh, they have criticized the storytelling as well as some stuff that happens in the story. Uh, I'm not going to go into any spoiler territory right now because we actually are going to have a spoiler discussion for this. And I'm currently in the stages of organizing that right now. So obviously we'll talk about that, uh, you know, soon. But what I can say is I certainly understand the criticisms of the game from the story, from a storytelling standpoint. However, I still think the game is, is, is fantastic. The gameplay is, is great. I know that people have complained that it doesn't feel as though it has evolved much from the last game. And to me, the little things they have added it's definitely made a difference in the experience. Uh, the game is extremely violent, as everybody has already seen. If you've seen videos, whether it was some of the videos we saw on the PlayStation presentation uh, or you know, any video that you might have seen on YouTube by now, yes, you could tell the game is violent. But again, it's like there is a reason for all the violence. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed the game. If you are a, a, um, a fan of the first game, you may or may not like this game based on what happens in, in, in uh, the sequel. But um, all I can say is if you are interested enough to check it out and you haven't been spoiled already, I definitely would encourage you to check out the game. Uh, and if you don't like the game, I would ask that you do make do, do do the mature thing. And number one, don't play the game. And number two, do not threaten the people who made the game because I've seen a lot of people just completely throw Naughty Dog under the bus, which I think is a little ridiculous because this is the game that they wanted to make. 
they don't always have to listen to the fans and give the fans everything that they want. But like I said, I understand why people are angry because of certain things that happen in the game. But with all that said, I think the game is still fantastic. And and I will not be surprised if this is going to be in the discussion for game of the year because there's a couple games we know are going to be on that list. I'm pretty sure Final Fantasy VII Remastered will be on the list as well. And I'm also sure that another game that we're going to get into here a little bit later is going to be on there as well, Cyberpunk 2077. But I will say, if you have a PlayStation 4, if you have been looking for a game to play, uh, you might want to check this out. That, that's all I have to say. But again, I guess the right thing to say is to go in with an open mind. If you if you go in with an open mind, then I think that you'll be totally fine, and you'll you'll find that this game is is actually not as bad as everyone has been saying lately. Because. There two, there's, like, there's two groups. You either really love the game or you really hate the game. So, But yeah, check it out if you are interested. That's what I would say, for sure. Um, so, on that note, that pretty much concludes what we have been playing. Um, we're going to go ahead and we're going to jump right into the topics because there's a lot that has gone down this week. A lot of news that has been reported on, so on and so forth. So, uh, for the first story... I actually want to shift over to Dana because uh, we got some information about uh, what Rocksteady is working on currently. So, Dana, feel free to let us know more about what's going on with, with Rocksteady. Sorry, I had to find the mute, uh, mute button. Um, <laughs> yes, so it's long been rumored that we may get a Suicide Squad game. A lot of things just being thrown around like, oh, Batman. But now we can finally confirm that yes, we are getting a Suicide Squad movie. Uh, I said movie. Oh gosh. Video game. Sorry. We are getting a Suicide Squad video game by Rocksteady. So we already know we can kind of trust the hands who mold it. Um, and that it is been in the works for quite a while now. It's been, nobody's really been talking about it. They didn't say anything much in regards to a lot of the details but we do know that the game will be coming probably within um either next year or the year after but there is going to be a huge event that's called dc fandom and during this event uh they are going to do a lot of presentations on dc uh their lines and that includes video games so we don't know much about it now but we do know is that it will will get some kind of information later on in the coming weeks so we can look forward to that and i'm kind of i'm slightly very excited about it i don't know about you guys yes absolutely i have something to say about that but continue oh um, no, just that, you know, we don't know much, any, many details about anything. And that we just have to sit and wait and see what a lot of things, um, we finally got the confirmation, you know, just this, this week. Um, so, again, we just have to wait and see. They registered their domain name. Um, they they have it under, um... It's been under Arkham, what was it, Go Gotham Knights, 
which you know is refers to WB's Montreal Batman Court of Owls game. Um, I know originally that they had Suicide Squad Game.com that was registered. There was Suicide Squad Kill, the Justice League.com that was registered. Then it was Gotham Knights Game.com that was also registered. Um, so, you know, like I said, the game is going to be shown at DC Fandom Event. And for those who don't know the date, that's going to be later on um, in August 22nd. That begins at 10 a.m. Pacific time. So, you know, figure that out in your time zone. Yeah. Yeah. Not much information that we just know of. We just know that we're got a confirmation. I'm excited. I would love to see the different stories that's being told. Because Rocksteady, as well as making great games, they also make great stories. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, and I, I just want to say this. I know, as you said, it, it is a rumor, but I, I know that there has been some domain names registered. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, I I definitely believe that this is uh, uh, reality. Um Reason why I say that is because I know that the other Warner Brothers studio that did uh, Batman Arkham Origins, they're also working on another Batman game. And we had saw rumors, leaks, whatever you want to call them, about that other game in which you would get a chance to play as the whole Batman family. You know, Batman, you know, Nightwing, Robin, so on and so forth. So um, I know that Warner Brothers... I did see a story that came out around the same time that this story came out. They said that Warner Brothers wants to make their games in a connected universe, similar to how Marvel does with the with, with the movies. So uh, for a Suicide Squad game to be created by Rocksteady and for this other Batman game to also be done by the other Warner Brothers studio, I think I definitely could see those being connected because you can have crossovers with different characters showing up in the game as well. So I, I think it's certainly possible. Um, and to go along with what Gary mentioned earlier about Overwatch, thinking that the whole rumor about Overwatch 2 possibly coming either coming out later this year or getting a beta later this year, obviously it depends on how far along they are in, in production. But I will say that there was a rumor that this Rocksteady game uh, was supposed to come out early next year, whereas this other game that I mentioned about the the, the Batman uh, family, that game is supposed to come out this fall. And we haven't seen or heard anything about this game yet, just the rumors. So if that game does get revealed at this event, and it does come out this fall, well, then that's a perfect example that something can get revealed, and then months later it could be out, because we've seen that in the past. So I would not rule yeah, out the, makes the whole thing. And then remember yeah. also the domain names that they also had registered was Gotham Knights and Batman Court of Owls. So yes. that's mm-hmm. a whole universe in itself right there. And you could just springboard that off and get Suicide Squad. Yo, I, I read the Court of Owls uh, story in the comics and that was amazing. So they could do some great things with that as a game. So mm-hmm. I, I would be excited if, if, if that's true. Absolutely. So... We won't yeah, know we- until like August 22nd when the DC fandom event happens. So, 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 so literally the end of summer. Well, close literally to the end of summer. The end of summer. It is only accessible <laughs> for 24 hours. So uh, oh, that's well, interesting in itself. <laughs> yeah, that is interesting. Yeah, they're going right. to just 
swamp you with a bunch of content. It's going to be great. Yeah. So I'm definitely looking forward to getting a confirmation about that. But uh, yeah, it's a lot to look forward to. I think I, I said on this podcast, uh, you know, a couple, you know, the last couple shows we recorded not too long ago, I had just finished uh, playing uh, Batman uh, Arkham Knight because I went back into my backlog category since uh, we have all had to stay in, stay inside. You know, um, I got a chance to finally complete that game, and, and I enjoyed the game, although I complained about how the Batmobile was used so much in that game. Um, which I understand they wanted to to have a different challenge. No. They wanted to try something 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 new. So I, I respect the decision. Um, but with that mm-hmm. said, I was a little annoyed with uh, how much that that vehicle was used in the game. But it was still a great game. It was fantastic. So I, I look forward to seeing what they do next. I know they have been very quiet. They haven't said anything. Um, so hopefully we do get that news on August twenty second. Yeah. So, uh, any other thoughts on this particular topic before we move on to the next topic? Less Batmobile. <laughs> That's all I asked for. Awesome. Okay, let's move on to another announcement that was made earlier this week. And this was actually leaked days ago, but then we got the official reveal trailer on Monday, and that is Crash Bandicoot 4 it's about time uh which is coming out on october 2nd um it's coming to playstation 4 and xbox one uh i'm going to assume that it is eventually going to be coming to to nintendo switch also uh, although that was not in the announcement but we know that they released a lot of these games on the on the switch at a later time so i wouldn't be surprised if that's the same case for this but uh yeah i got a chance to check out the trailer I thought it looked great. Uh, I'm going to admit that I have never really been a huge fan of Crash Bandicoot. But I do enjoy the games. It's just that those games, the original games, came out so long ago. uh, I don't really recall um, playing too much of that when I I was a kid. I know they had uh, a remake that came out not too long ago as well. I never got a chance to jump into that. But um, for those who are fans of the series, the franchise... I'm very glad to see uh, that Activision is behind this venture to make this series into something else. And I just want to give a quick shout out to uh, our other good friend, Mr. Adam Vale, because I know he's looking forward to the Tony Hawk uh, remaster collection. I, I will say this. I do believe that if that collection does well, I could definitely see them making another Tony Hawk game uh you know, with the help of Activision, because I think this is, I think that the whole reason why this game is coming out is because the last game that they remade did so well. It sold extremely well on all platforms. So, um, I, I definitely hope that that is becomes a reality because, uh, a lot of these franchises were still very enjoyable. And I'll be very curious to see what a new Tony Hawk game would look like, um, completely. But, uh, Dana and Gary, you have any thoughts on Crash Bandicoot Four getting uh, revealed? Um, I, I've never really been into Crash that much, but I know that <laughs> it, I know that it's a it's you know one of those um, classic IPs that people love. 
um, and a lot of people, you know, enjoyed the original game in their childhood. Um, so I think it's great that they're continuing this series and that there's, you know, a new iteration of it. So, so that's great. I I love it. Oh, sorry. Oh no, go ahead. Yeah. No, I particularly love it. From what I remember, it came out in like '96 or I believe '96 or '97, and you know, it was one of those weird zany games. And always really bright, and it just felt like it was just kind of all over the place in a good way. And I really particularly remember just loving the art style behind it. And from what I understand, with this, the fourth one, they're going to bring back some of the touches from the original games, um, such as the art. But we're going to get like new gameplay mechanics. And mm -hmm. I know that you're able to switch between the modern and the metro the modern and the retro modes um so that's really great if you like that kind of nostalgia looking feeling and if you've never played crash bandicoot now would be a great time we have kids who have never played it so this is all brand new for them so i don't really have like a, a problem with it i think it's really great and it's one of those nostalgic games remember when they had ducktales they bought that back um, so this, I feel, kind of falls in that same nostalgia category, even though they had fresh, you said it came out like a couple of orders or like a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was semi-successful from my understanding. Oh yeah. 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 So, I think, I think it did. I think it was, I think, I think it did very well. Um, yeah. So what's, there's nothing wrong with another one. Always look, it's good sometimes to look back to the past and continue along with it. Absolutely, I agree. So, uh, any other thoughts on uh, Crash Bandicoot before we move on to uh, the really, really juicy topic? I, I know you got you both can't wait to get into. <laughs> well, I'm happy for Crash. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm happy Something for the gamers that love it. And, and it's, I guess it's good that um, we are seeing more platformers because that kind of adds variety to everything else because, you know, we're used to seeing shooters and action games and, and all these, you know, other types of games. So it's good that there's still platformers out there. And, you know, there's that there's even that Sackboy game coming out. So at least. <laughs> the... <laughs> hey, don't laugh about Sackboy. <laughs> it's hard not yeah. to laugh when you say Sackboy. But yeah, um. It's, it's you don't cool love Sackboy? No, nah, I know you love Sackboy, but uh, thank you. I think that's your thing. Well, well, no, because I, I, I thought Gary was a fan of the uh, Little Big Planet series back yeah. in the day. Yeah, I, I used to really like Little Big Planet, but I'm not a Sackboy huh? fan. <laughs> but yeah, um, it's good to see a reemergence of platformers, and you know, Xbox has Ori in the Blind Forest, which is a pretty cool game. So. You know, it's, it's good that there's a variety out there. Yeah, I agree, 100. percent So, uh, on that note, now let's move into uh, the next topic. And this particular topic, um, I understand people may be wondering. You, you're going through these topics pretty quick, but this one here, I think, is the next two are going to be a pretty lengthy discussion. Uh, let's talk about this Avengers Marvel's Avengers stream that happened yesterday. Uh, I have a lot to say about this, but before I give my thoughts, let's go to you first, Dana. Tell tell us 
what did you think about what we saw yesterday? And is this Avengers game something that you would definitely get when it comes out in, in a couple of months? Okay, so in order for me to fully express everything, I have to take a little journey back. Remember when life used to be kind of good and we could all interact with each other? And there was a, a, a conference called New York Comic Con? Wait, how, yep. how, how, how long ago was that? Like, how many years ago? <laughs> <laughs> that was in the good old 2019. Remember that year? Um, yep. And so, it was in October. Nice fall. Whole bunch of people together. I was able to play Marvel's Avengers. This was like a brand new thing. Everyone was really excited. They ushered us into this nice, lovely uh, suite, and we played the game. And here's the thing. It was really fun. It was really exciting. Now, as you guys already know, you had all these characters. You have Captain America. You got Black Widow. You got some Iron Man. You got Thor. You got Hulk. You got Kamala Khan. Those were the characters that we were able to play. We were able to get our hands on on that. Okay? And we was introduced to the scene where basically you just, you had to save the day and rescue people and, you know, kind of get out, get the bad guy and destroy him. A very simplistic kind of format that's going on. And the gameplay itself was great. I had absolutely no problems with it. It felt very smooth. You know, I'm really into the story. I kind of like the fact that they have different characters. That it's not something where, you know, Lego um, Avengers, where you have to change in between them. You, you pick your character and you play that game. Pretty straightforward and I kind of liked it. Um, but here's the issue. Now, remember, this was in 2019 oh of God, October Gary. when this happened. Oops. The graphics was a little clunky. Okay? Now, this is the game that, you know, it's in development stages. They're not going to show us a fresh, out-of-the-box, brand-new, we've been working on this for 20 years. Here's our final product. This is something that's still working. So a lot of things, you know, we were introduced to wasn't fully created. We saw a lot of different concept designs, and I heard a lot of different ideas of what we could expect. But the game itself was still fun to play. Uh, but the graphics, to be very honest with you, was something left to be desired. It looked very weird. You know, the characters didn't look like they were fully formed yet. It looked like if you had some putty. And you know, once you get that beautiful statue, it's just putty. And you gotta really craft it and, and mold it into your hands in order to make it fully fleshed. Um, we didn't get that. And that was understandable. Um, but at that time, what we had, it was the beginning of A-Day, which is what the uh, Avengers were celebrating the unveiling of the second headquarters in San Francisco. So they had a very rich, nice storyline and everything. So when I walked away, we had we played a huge scene where we had to like save people. Like I said, we had to do the rescuing part. And you had Kamala Khan. She has her ability to stretch and her hands. And, you know, it was very nice, you know, Kamala Khan. So the concept itself was fine. We played it, we all enjoyed it for what it was. A great story that they're gonna continue for the end of time because there is a lot of add-on stuff that they're gonna have to it. But the visuals, again, in 2019 of October were poopy. When I was watching this stream, you know, 
the concept again was really fun and exciting. The ad, the characters of uh, what was it? Mada? I can't pronounce his name. Is it Mada? M O D O K. I think it's it, it, what is it? Is it is it Modok or cause Modok. Gary probably knows because he I know he's been reading those comics. Probably Modok. Forgive yeah. me if I have the wrong name. Yeah. But they introduced Modok and everything was great. But let's be honest, what the holy heck happened with the graphics? Now these are not terrible graphics. No, not at all. Not by a long shot. But. From what I seen in 2019, when I got to do a hands-on feel and was invited by the people Square Enix, I really did not see that much of a vast improvement. So, I was slightly very confused by what was going on in that sense. And I know that you had issues that you'll get into when you was watching the stream as well. But overall oh, yeah. impressions, from what I saw was this looks like an okay game. Like it's fun, I will buy it, I will play it, I will probably enjoy it. I'll use it as a stress reliever, but I hope that we kind of improve on some things, such as the graphics. <laughs> because from almost almost a year later, it looks the exact same. <laughs> yeah, and that's weird because um, cause I remember when they initially showed it, and people were um, people weren't happy with the character models. I think they said they were gonna go back and uh, kind of update that stuff or something, but it looks yep. pretty much exactly the same. Um, and like my biggest gripes with what we saw yesterday in that stream is. The game looks really slow and sluggish. Like it, it looks like it runs, <laughs> looks like it runs at 15 frames per second or something. Uh, that was not <laughs> my experience when I actually had it in my hand. It played yeah. fine. Oh well, well, I hope when we actually get the game, it is a lot faster because I, it, it looks like some of the attacks that the characters were using were um, pretty cool looking and everything, but. The battle speed needs to be a lot faster for it to actually be, you know, exciting and, and exhilarating to play. Because the the way it looked yesterday, it just it wasn't it for me. Um, uh oh. And and I'm also concerned about the roster. Like, just how many like Avengers are there going to be? Like, is it just the core group? Like, how many are you going to be able to unlock? Like, are we going to see Black Panther and Vision and Scarlet Witch and all the other, you know? Avengers, or oh. is it just like the core ones? Because, because you know, it, we keep seeing the same ones over and over, and we didn't even see Captain America yesterday. Um, well, 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 I, well, I, I, I would like to make a comment about that. I, I can answer that question, but I, I'm gonna let you continue first, uh, and then I'll, I'll go into all of that. Yeah, and and uh, the last thing I was gonna say is because you know you were talking about. Um, you know, with the rocks and stuff that they want to create, like a universe, a connected universe, in with their games, and yeah. and I feel like Square Enix dropped the ball because that's something they could have did as well. Like you know, they could have tried to to make an actual Marvel universe in game form or something. And uh, and yeah. you know, if 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 they would have been able to to get Spider Man like from Sony, that would have been great too. Like so, in the PlayStation 
five version, you can actually get Spider-Man in there. Like that stuff like that would have been great. But um, but who knows if that's gonna happen? Who knows if we're even gonna see Wolverine and the mutants or anything in there? Like that might never happen. So. Um, <laughs> well, maybe, maybe. So okay, so. First and foremost, let me answer a few questions, then then I'll give my overall thoughts on the uh, event itself. To answer your question about the whole thing with the other characters that are going to appear in the game, I know that they did not give any specifics, although they did say that once the game releases and after it releases, there's going to be free updates, I guess, more characters, so on and so forth, more missions to play. Um... So uh, that that made me think, and of course, all this stuff is it's not going to cost you anything. But that made me think: uh, is Square Enix treating this a, a games as a service type model because they're adding the content after, um, you know, after release? Uh, that's what I did think about. But you know, I don't yeah, really, I don't like really. That's that's my main argument with it because I do expect them to release a lot of content after. But for me, like, I want to know what we're getting day one. Like yeah. that first week we buy the game, like what characters are going to be available to us? You know, that's that's what I'm waiting for because I'm tired of this whole model where like you have to play a game for like months or years to to get the most out of it. Like I would, yeah. like I, I don't have time for that in every single game. You know, maybe <laughs> maybe certain <laughs> games will attract me and I'll play it for four years, like Overwatch, but but. A lot of other games, you've only got one chance to impress me. So, like you know, that that day one, that's what matters to me the most. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, go go ahead, go ahead, Dana. They said it would be similar to what you have in Destiny. Mm-hmm. So and, we're and going to get that, you know, yearly. And they said this will span years. Yeah, and, and, and again, they and they did emphasize once again that this this will be free free uh, content. So I, I'll be curious to see if that changes. Like if they decide they want to do a, a massive expansion and then they decide to charge a price for that, that's that's a possibility. Um, but I but I but I will, I will say this, you know, now just to get to my overall thoughts of the presentation, I'm also going to take a trip down memory lane to uh, E3 of last year. When I got to see the first official gameplay of this game, and it wasn't something where you could play the game, you saw them playing the game. But what I had noticed is before that happened, uh, you know, Square Enix they released a trailer for just they released the, the trailer of the game. They didn't release and they didn't they didn't show any of the gameplay, none of this other stuff. And I know that when I saw that, I criticized the decision to do that because. We was under a strict embargo what we saw and what we could talk about based on the gameplay. So in that embargo, I don't if I recall correctly, it didn't it didn't end until I think about two months after uh, in August, which, you know, maybe a couple months later, because I know I think Dana played it a couple months after that. Um, I played it in October. You played it in June. Oh, no. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So Mm -hmm. so 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 pretty much uh, when I saw it at that point. I also agree the game does look sluggish. I don't like the character models. Because the thing about it, and this is a big opportunity that I think was missed, although obviously they couldn't do that. I think a lot of people, they've been following the Marvel movies and they see the cast of the people who are playing the actual characters. Right. 
I think a lot of them feel like, well, why couldn't they be in this game? And obviously, I think it's because of the different contracts involved with, with you know, how much you have to pay these people, so on and so forth. That was possibly why, I guess, Square Enix did not pursue this relationship with Marvel to that degree. Um, which is fine. And, and, they, and they emphasize that they wanted to create an original story. This is why you don't see some other characters in there. But again, I think those characters will show up later. But based on what I saw from from that particular, when I saw the game last year to what I saw yesterday, it looks exactly the same, which makes me question why did they delay this game? Um, because the animations do not look fluid at all. The uh, character movements, sluggish. The design, not really all that great. And then the other thing that I criticized is... Now, obviously, we saw the little trailer they had, which was a story trailer. Um, after watching that trailer, if I would not have saw any gameplay yesterday whatsoever, I would have said, you know what, I think I'm going to pass on this game. After I saw the gameplay that they showed, I thought, well, I'm, I, I will probably still check it out. But it still feels like... It could be so much better than it actually is. Um, and one thing I do want to give them credit on: I'm very gr glad that you that they have highlighted and they put Kamala Khan in this game. That to me is is great because I don't know if that's a character a lot of people are familiar with that 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 much. So I'm glad that they have her as su she has such an important role to the storyline. Uh, and I saw that they also emphasized in the trailer yesterday that there are going to be story missions for specific characters as well. So all of that sounds great. But I just think, um, yeah, there's a lot of questions about a lot of other characters that I know I want, would love to see in the game. I know when this game got announced, people were criticizing where is Hawkeye, where is Black Panther. Is a, lot, a lot of people criticizing where are the other characters at. So I, I'm curious to see how they respond to that criticism. Because they have to know what people are complaining about. If they they are watching watching the feedback from the community, I'm pretty sure it's their job to know. Okay, this is what we need to fix with this game. This is who we need to add to the game to keep the fans happy. Because this is going to be a community driven type of experience. So hopefully that is what happens. But uh, I have to say, um, I don't know, man. I'm not too impressed with this game, but I will say. Yeah, as Dana mentioned earlier, I will try it out, check it out. Um, but yeah, it, 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 just, it seems to me like this is a game that it should be delayed even further because it doesn't, the animations are not as fluid as they should be. And if you've seen other games, if you played other games that have phenomenal animation and everything else and the frame rate is on point, you, you can see a comparison with this in that game. It's just absolutely impossible for me to just sit here and say this is a game that I think is going to be phenomenal. It's it's not. It's going to definitely have a lot of issues, but I, I I hope that it is ready for September. But if I was them, I would delay this game until next year. If it, you know, give it as much time as possible, polish it up, and make this a better experience. But that's just my opinion. They obviously can't do that because the game has already been delayed. But yeah, I wasn't too impressed with what I saw, but. I, I still may check it out, but we'll see. <laughs> so, I think Dana, you you wanted to say something? Go ahead. No, I think yeah. Oh, I hope that. Here's the thing: I know a lot of people really like the game and they like how it looks and they like how it how it played. 
And I think that they'll be able to pull everything together. I hope so by yeah. September. Because remember, the, the beta opens on the September 1st. Oh, whoa. Whoa. Yeah, uh -oh. there is a beta. <laughs> so I think that. I think. I don't know. I. Well, one one thing I will I will add to that is the game is definitely going to get a ton more attention uh, than it would have initially because I know Cyberpunk 2077 was also supposed to come out in September, I think about two weeks after this game. So now that that game has been pushed to November, I feel like a lot of people are going to be looking for a game to play in September they definitely will consider this at the very top of the list because there isn't too many games coming out in September now. Unless, you know, something else does get announced um, and is coming that we are unaware of, that it has release date that's going to get announced soon. We never know. But I, I do think people are definitely going to check it out because it is the Marvel Avengers. Um, that right there is, is going to definitely do something for it. But I know we spoke about this on the podcast before. I really do hope that Sony is working with uh, Square Enix so that they can consider the idea of having some type of Sp Spider-Man exclusive content in this game. I don't really know it to that extent because obviously Insomniac is working on the Miles Morales game right now. So it is, they may not have the time and the bandwidth to contribute anything to this game right now. But if this is supposed to be a multi-year game, I do hope that is something that they do explore in the future because that's an opportunity because if you've ever played the Spider-Man game, they always reference other characters in the Marvel universe. And this is a very easy way to do a cross, uh, you know, cross promoting both brands. If you are able to do this. So I, I would think if Sony wants to focus on having more third party deals, they will consider that at some point, but maybe not at launch. Maybe this is something that comes, you know, at a, at a later time, but we'll have to wait and see. Well, remember also that they, they there's different. Remember they released all those different trailers. Mm -hmm. It was the co-op war zone, and it was like the big gameplay one. And there were other ones that they they announced. Well, the, we're gonna have well, we already know about the endless customizations, but there's also gonna be um, I know with the co-op war zone trailer that you're gonna get different missions from Jarvis and Maria Hill and Hank. Prim, and so maybe from there you'll get you know more of the Avengers in there. I know there's an entire team of Resistance that's mm -hmm. on the Ant Hill, and those are comp they're, they're they're made up of the Inhumans and former Shield members. So again, you get in, you could I don't know get the introduction of the Inhumans, so you could play with that. That's true. Because they, they did mention Inhumans in that trailer also. So uh, that was a very interesting uh, information that it was mentioned, but they didn't dive further into. So that is a possibility for sure. Um, so, I do, do have... Oh, no, I, I just want to say, I, I do have two questions I, I definitely want to ask you and Gary. Um, just based off of what we have seen so far. Uh, so this first question Obviously no confirmation of this And this is something that I'm pretty sure They can revisit later But 
now that we have seen uh, Modus, I believe the name is correct of of the of the the main antagonist in this game. I want to ask you and Gary, how do you feel about Thanos not being in this game? Um, I think they would be dumb if they didn't add Thanos in a future expansion or something. So <laughs> may, may, maybe it's just something they're building up to, and you know, this this first villain is just like their way of getting people into the experience before they build up to the eventual Thanos arc. Um, so may I, I think they're just holding that card for later. Are you, are you serious? <laughs> I mean, we don't need Thanos. We've had him for like what, eighteen, twenty movies. Yeah, I mean, we don't I need mean, another... you, you don't need to rush to Thanos. I agree because there's there's like loads of villains in the Marvel universe, so they they can yeah yeah they can you know give the spotlight to a ton of new villains that we haven't seen. And then you know they can have they can throw in Thanos like way later on, you know. So we don't we don't need Thanos at all. Like literally, he shouldn't even be a thought. If you well, want to be fresh and you want to be original, let's not do something that we saw in the previous twenty movies. Well, 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 like three or something. He was a thread throughout all of the events. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the teaser of uh, yeah, you see him at the end and stuff like that. So he was still available. He was still there. Um, he was popping in the, in the Avengers. It, it, Remember, I'll just do it myself. What was that? Six <laughs> or something? Yeah, for like one second. Oh. Okay. So, so we, we, so, we don't need him again. So, so you know what? Let me let me let me alter that question and let me ask 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 y'all this. Let, let's get to the heart of the matter. I don't know much about Modus. Do you think this was a good choice to have him as the villain, or would you have chose a different villain to highlight instead? I, I think it's. I think like doing a lesser known villain is is good because you, you get to play it safe. Like there won't be a lot of people saying, "Oh, you did it wrong," or anything like yeah. that. You know, because people will be learning about it for for you know the first time. And you know, if the, if this game is going to have longevity. They have they they'll have the time to introduce more well-known villains. So I think they they played it safe to have a lesser-known one just to start with, because then you know um, it gives them a chance to build up steam and get the community of the game like you know growing and everything. So so I think it's it's, it's a good idea. It, it's like with you know with Guardians of the Galaxy, a lot of people didn't know any of those characters, so mm-hmm. people people didn't have expectations going in. So yeah, so I think, that's a good you know, point. It's like that. That's a very good point. Okay, and you have any any additional thoughts you want to add, Dana, or are you good? I don't think he's gonna be the the final boss. They'll keep adding stuff. Oh, you, oh, you think? Oh, think. oh, you you think there's you think there's gonna be another another villain that they haven't spoken about? Why not? They can't just be one villain. They should be you know multiple. Yeah, absolutely. I think yeah, Taskmaster was in that gameplay footage before, so that that's that uh, hundred that that definitely would make sense for there to be multiple adversaries that uh, they have to deal with. You're gonna continue for years and years and years, more than one villain. Yeah, I agree. I agree, definitely. Uh, I hope they introduce characters like Punisher and Deadpool. 
as well eventually. Oh. That would be cool. Oh, Deadpool game we had was awful. They need to do something with like that. Yeah, I would love to see. I would love to see Deadpool return. Whether if he's a side character in Spider-Man Two or whatever, I, I want to see him return uh, again. Um, but yeah, okay. So this is the the the, the second and the final question I, I wanted to ask about this game. I know uh, we have made the comparisons. I know Dana has mentioned it, and Gary, you've mentioned this in the past. This game it looked like it's going to be like a Destiny type of uh, a, a deal with you know the you know the customization and all the leveling up and the character stuff, so on and so forth. So I want to ask you a question about this, Gary. You know first and foremost that when Destiny came out this generation, this was the game that was like the new IP everybody was excited for. Uh, maybe it didn't quite live up to some expectations, but the series is still continuing on. Do you believe that this particular game could be the same type of experience where obviously it's it's a game that everybody is is hyped for it, it might disappoint but it can still it still has the potential to have long-term support similar to how Destiny 2 is still getting support well into the next couple of years without a Destiny 3 do you think that this game can get to that other to that same level of potential I I, I think it has potential just just because of the brand name i think a lot of people will commit to it and stick with it but i i don't think it's going to be as fruitful as destiny was and what i mean by that is that i don't think that like destiny had a lot of depth like both games destiny one and two like there was just it was so deep like and if you if you got really sucked into the experience like there was just so much you could do like and the community was just like it, they were just so in tune with the game they knew where to go to get certain weapons and certain drops and, and all this stuff so I don't think it's going to be like that com complex as, as you know the Destiny um, grind and community was but I think that this will be a fun kind of um, a, a f like a fun long term experience that people will play with their friends but I just don't think it, it will get that deep. Like I think really the meat of the Avengers game is about the characters and um, and you know just customizing the, our favorite characters and stuff. And and I don't I don't think it goes any deeper than that. Um, yeah. I, and I think a lot of this game's success will depend on how fun it is to play with friends. Um, yeah. Like that. Mm -hmm. That is gonna determine a lot because it's one thing you know to play alone and it be fun but if this game isn't exactly fun to play with friends then it's it, it might fail and you know yeah. people might not get invested in the long term so that's like the number one thing they need to focus on like making it fun to actually play with friends yeah and, and by, by the way uh because you mentioned uh captain america earlier the reason why he was not in that game and in any of the stuff we saw yesterday is because, spoiler alert, Captain America gets killed uh, in the game. Like, like, because that, that, that was another reason why they did not want us talking about the uh, the E3 uh, footage last year because um, it it shows that serious? the character... Yeah, yeah. Wait, he you didn't know? <laughs> I'm, I'm not yeah. buying this game. 
<laughs> well, 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 no, he'll, he'll probably make a. Well, I'm pretty sure he will be available because they know there's no way you're going to release a game with a character getting killed and then you don't have the option to play as the character for additional content. I mean, they're, they're going to probably have to find a way to bring him back, whether the Infinity in Stones are involved or whatever. But yeah, that's why you haven't seen him because. And I was surprised. I was like, well, that's an interesting decision mm-hmm. to kill the character, but now. I didn't want to see what comes out of that. So, no, yeah. Leave, leave Cap alone, man. <laughs> see, to me, that's what made the story more interesting. You're going a completely different route than exactly. what they did in the movies. There's not going to be any comparison. And there's enough material for you to go any which way you want to. So, in regards to, you know, whether or not this game will have longevity, judging by it right now where it stands, I don't think so. It just doesn't look that way. Again, as everything that Gary said was a thousand percent accurate, in which I believe as well. It really depends on how well you, you can do the online co-op and everything else. I feel that if this game was something that came out during the lockdown period, it would probably be very successful. Oh, yeah. yeah. But when we go back to, you know, I, I don't know what's going to happen in what is it, September, or what's going to happen even next year. But, you know, if we are all going back on our normal, regular lives, I think that it will be still successful, but I don't know, again, because I, I, I don't know what they're planning on doing, I don't know how that longevity will be. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure about that either. Yeah. Y- you know what Um, I see for this game, like, I think after people like run through the story in this game the first time, I think a lot of people might drop off of it and then what I, I think people I think people will come back to it whenever a new character comes out and then, you know, they'll they'll play it again with their friends or whatever and then they'll move on and then they'll just they'll only come back whenever there's like new content or new characters. So I, I, I think that might be the extent of um you know how people fit this game into their lives like i don't think it's going to be a game where people are going to be constantly grinding every single every single day for hours like fortnite or overwatch or destiny like i think a lot of it is going to depend on you know the the co-op experience like we said and also how frequent new content comes out like yeah exactly so I mean, I, I, I just want to make it clear. As a fan of Mar- of the of the Avengers uh, of Marvel and of Square Enix, I, I still plan to check out the game, but I'm going to keep my uh, expectations uh, very low so that you know I'm not going into the experience blind and, and expecting a massive game. I mean, we already saw what we saw. Now, all I can hope is that when we get the actual game in our hands, it plays better than it looked. Uh, Cause yeah, and then the other thing about their presentation yesterday, and I don't really know if this applies to everybody, but it felt to me like the audio was off because, and and this wasn't just happening on the official uh, Avengers Marvel Avengers YouTube page; it happened on Gamespot as well at times. And I was like, man, this is not a way that I would have presented this game because now when I see this, it makes me think about when Sony had their PS5 reveal event. The fact that all the trailers was 1080p 
you know, it, it, I mean, to me, it didn't feel like this was treated with the same care when it came to the actual presentation because the audio, you shouldn't be messing that up. I shouldn't hear, like, I see something on screen, like I see Thor beating people up with his hammer, and then I hear the sound uh, a couple, like, a, almost a minute later. It's like, nah, man, that wasn't a good way to present that. But uh, it is what it is. Um, still looking forward to the game, but... Uh, Let's just hope it's a lot more polished and refined by the time it comes out in September. Yeah. So, uh, any last thoughts to add before we move on to uh, our next topic? I just hope that we we are, you know, they are saving all of the best stuff until it launches. And it's like, oh, look, it looked like poop, but it's actually great. Yeah. I hope so. <laughs> Alright, so now let's move on to uh, today's uh, biggest news topic. I'm pretty sure it is still trending on Twitter as we speak. So we saw Cyberpunk 2077 uh, event stream that they had earlier today. Uh, they did mention that this is going to be the first of many. Um, so, you know, obviously that, 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 that was good. Uh, and we got this news about a week after learning that this game is now going to be delayed until November. So, um, seeing as how, uh, I, I, you know, as far as the as the actual presentation goes, I, I'll, I'll be quick because I, I want to go to the both of you. As far as the presentation today goes, I have to admit, you know, we saw the, uh, the little gameplay footage they had uh Gary, maybe you correct me if I'm wrong. Was it called uh, the Mind Dance uh, footage? Yeah, the Mind Dance. Okay, so let me just say this right now. <clears throat> I would not have shown that as the first, like, new trailer. Like, 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 Obviously, we saw the trailer earlier at the presentation. The trailer is fine. But when it came to showing the gameplay footage of the actual game, I would not have shown and highlighted that and make that such a big focus for today. Yeah, uh, the reason I, I, I agree. Carry on. Yeah, see, you know, see the, the, the reason I say that is because right after I saw this, then I saw that there were previews coming out of people that spent the first four hours with the game. Five. And, well, 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 hold on, go ahead. What did you say, Dana? Five hours. Oh, five hours. Yeah, okay, yeah, five. Mm -hmm. uh, I think I think uh, the one the one video that I did see, though, that completely, completely, completely sold me on the game Done over by IGN, Ryan McCaffrey. He did a video preview of him spending the first... I think he only played it for four hours. He didn't do it for five hours. But um, I saw that video, and I was like... It clearly explains everything. You know, obviously, the difference between seeing a written preview and a video preview, I understand that totally. But he explains every, in everything, all of the detail of the world, the world-building... And then to see that footage in the video form, I was like, yeah, that completely, completely sold me on Cyberpunk 2077. I already was looking forward to the game, but I will say this. If I didn't see that preview or hear any of the other previews about the game, uh, I, 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 would, I, I would have to say I would be very disappointed by how they presented it today. Because it's like they could have went into a lot more detail and talked about the things that people want to hear and want to see. But they only kept it to that mind dance footage, which I was like, I, I don't think that's a good first uh, video to show. But uh, with that said, I'm definitely hyped for the game. 
I have uh, high expectations. I could tell just from the videos that I have seen, there is they, they have put uh, an insane amount of detail into the wh whether it's into the NPCs or in, into the actual world itself, and that right there. It makes me very, very curious for the game because I've, I've heard multiple, multiple people say you can play this game. You can just jump into the game and explore the world. You don't necessarily have to play the missions because you can get lost in so many different activities. So that sounds awesome. Uh, it looked fantastic. So, yeah, I'm definitely hyped for the game. Looking forward to it. But obviously, I'm curious to hear when we're going to hear more details about the next time they have a live stream event. But that's the point that I wanted to make very quickly. So now I'm going to go to you next, Gary, because uh, I know you uh, were saying something earlier. What, what were your thoughts on this particular uh, game? And are you excited for Cyberpunk 2077? Uh, yeah, oh, very, very excited. But um, <laughs> first of all, um, like I, I agree with what you said about the mind dance. Like that probably wasn't... Um, a great thing to spend a lot of time highlighting in a stream uh, because that's like one of those gameplay elements where um, it's more intimate like it's it's something that you know you, you you might be interested in as you're playing because you're already invested in the game and you're you're actually playing it personally but when when you're doing a stream like this people want to see you know like they, they want to see all the fancy stuff like you know, that, that they can do and that's more of like a slow mechanic like a slow intimate thing so so yeah that, that probably wasn't the best thing to spend a lot of time on they could have cut that down but um but everything else i've seen of this game is just like amazing and i can't wait to get my hands on it like it's it's feeling like this like when i get this game i think it's going to give me the same feel that i had when i first played mass effect and deus ex and um, you know games like that, like where I just get completely sucked into the world and the aesthetic and everything. And and I really love the aesthetic of this game, like the cyberpunk and the neon lights and all that stuff. Um, uh, they actually showed like the wasteland area, like outside of the city, which looked pretty cool as well. Um, you get to explore that. Um, and yeah, just everything in this game just looks amazing. Like even the the driving and you know the shooting mechanics as you're driving um and you know just the amount of choice and, and the amount of detail you know it just seems incredible and and going by what they achieved with the witcher 3 like i i know this is going to be like a deep game and like you said rich like you could just go around exploring this game and it's going to be amazing so like the, i can tell the story is like it might actually take me months to to, to beat this game because <laughs> Cause yeah, like it's just it, it's that deep, um. But yeah, um, and also, like you know, I, I was really impressed when they cut to the Tokyo segment, and you know they went to Japan, and that chick was there, and then they announced that they're having the, the they're gonna have an anime for the game. Um, so oh I think, yeah, mm -hmm. I think the anime is called Cyberpunk Edge Runners, and I'm yep. I'm actually going through an anime phase right now where I'm watching a lot of anime, so. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to that too. So um, that's that's another bonus. So like this game is basically it's basically a nerdgasm for me because it's <laughs> it's cyberpunk, which is a theme that I love. And then um, you know it's made by the people who made The Witcher, and um, and you know it's, it's got an anime. So like this this 
experience is a total nerdgasm for me, so I really can't wait. I think this definitely is going to be my game of the year for twenty Uh-oh. for twenty Whoa. for twenty twenty and also twenty seventy seven. You know, whenever that rolls around. <laughs> wow! So, wow! That's good. <laughs> I like that. So yeah, like I, I just can't wait to get my hands on the game. Hmm. It's like the one game now. Now that Final Fantasy Remake is out, that this is the game I'm looking forward to now. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Dana, how about you? What, what were your thoughts on uh, the Cyberpunk 2077 stream? Okay, so you remember how you asked me about Marvel's Avengers and whether. You know, that longevity type of period when it comes to the game. And would yep. I be, you know, excited to keep going back to it? And I couldn't fully answer you. And there was a lot of things that said yes. And there was a lot of things that was like no. And then there was a yeah. lot of things that was like meh. Well, my answer for this, if you was to ask the exact same question, would be yes, 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 and more yes. <laughs> um, this game looks incredible. Like if you you could just give me the game now, I'm good. Um, I, I'm I'm not really huge when it comes to the dystopian sci-fi type of games, but this really sold me. It sold me on how it looked. It sold me on the different kind of characters that they have and the customizations that you can. I mean, you start literally from the ground up when it comes to creating the character and all of this different just three different origin stories from what I understand um, and it just seems to be beautiful and I know you don't even have to like play all of the missions that looks like a game I just want to walk around and just soak in that environment and I'm maybe the only person who liked the concept of the brain dance and that's fine with me. I'm cool. I want to be in the brain dance. I want to, yeah, you know. I, I wasn't be, saying it was a bad ways. thing. I wasn't saying it's a bad thing, but it just wasn't. It it was too too much of a slow thing to show during the stream. That's my but only thing. For me, they showed they balanced it out. You had the action part. You had the fighting scenes. You had your blood and your gore, and then here's a little downtime where you have the brain dance part. So for me, I felt that it just showed you all the different textures and layers of the game. Um, it kind of reminded me of Horizon Zero Dawnish a little bit. Um, but I think that when it comes to the concept of this dystopian and all of the different technology, um, technological processes that you know that they have going on with it, it looks amazing. And the fact that you just get to fully immerse yourself in this kind of world and environment I'm extremely excited for it um I think that it is something that I would love to play and to love to just get stuck into and you know how the hours just go and you're not even aware of it I'm cool I want to partake in that feeling so for me I'm excited for it and I think that this is also one of those those games where you're going to have to have the right kind of equipment, especially when it comes to your TV and everything else, to fully get that experience. So I'm, I'm excited. Use that stimulus check if you haven't switched it already. And also, as for the anime, um, it, you, know, you did say it's Cyberpunk Edge Runners. It's going to be on Netflix. 
in 2022. It's going to be 10 episodes series that is a standalone story, unconnected to the plot of the video game. Uh -oh. But it'll still exist in the video game world. It kind of looks similar to Akira. Um, but it is going to be about a street kid. And a technology, the technical parts. And the body modification of says city of the future. The thing is, it says you have everything to lose. He chooses to stay alive, becoming an edge runner. He's a mercenary outlaw, also known as a cyberpunk. So, it's kind of like cyberpunk fiction. And it, the concept is great. They released a poster for it, and it looks just incredible and bright and beautiful. So... Netflix knows what it's doing. It has Castlevania. It has The Witcher. I'm excited for it. I think it's going to be fine. Sounds good to me. Uh, like, I'm, I'm a big fan of, like, hacker stories and stuff like that. And I know, like, in, in, that, in the game Cyberpunk, you're going to be able to ha do a lot of hacking and stuff. And that's why I love <laughs> Deus Ex. And I read a lot of books like this, too, so... Um, and and also Sombra in Overwatch is one of my favorite uh, characters just because she can hack all the other players and stuff. So so I'm 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 super excited, man, for for both the anime and the game Cyberpunk. So can't wait. I think I think I think Gary was also when he start when he saw that Mind Dance, he also started to think about uh, Watch Dogs, Watch Dogs Two, um, <laughs> with the hacking. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah that's another dope game but yeah i, I do i do I, but I, I do i do i also want to clarify also though I don't, I don't think the mind dance is bad i was only saying if i if this is the first like major reveal that i'm going to show of this game from the summertime i probably would have chose something else to show uh in addition to this but with that said no I, i'm still hyped for the game i'm absolutely hyped for the game so looking forward to hearing more about it uh i will say the anime coming out in 2022 that's still a long ways away uh i'm pretty sure that will be worth the wait but i, I but i do have to admit when, when i heard that 2022 date it, i initially thought is this game going to get delayed uh, uh, you know yeah. into next year i thought that too but no it takes a while to develop things yeah, I wouldn't be surprised because it keeps getting delayed. And to be honest, like this, like the way this game is looking, it it seems like a next gen experience anyway. So it's like, yeah, it's like they're um, they're unintentionally trying to tell us like this is a next gen experience at this that, point. That 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 and and I also saw there was a story that came out after the CD Projekt Red had said that the updated version of the game that is optimized for PS5 and Xbox Series X that won't be won't be until a couple months after the game releases that when I saw that I said okay so is this game going to still come out on November 19th or are they just going to wait till that update is ready and release it on at, at that particular time but then they clarified and said the game is still going to be out and you'll just be able to do an update um if you get the new console but i thought it was very interesting that that comment was made that all of the the the, the you know 
the game taking advantage of the next gen hardware that will not be available at launch. That's not coming until early next year. So um, very interesting, but uh, we'll see what happens. But they definitely have my attention. I'm looking forward to the game. There's no doubt about that. Well, for me, that would be the selling point to getting a PS5. Yes. You, mm-hmm. you have that and you have Miles Morales, which is going to be a full game after much confusion from the actual studio people. Uh, so <laughs> between yeah. those two, that is the selling point for a PS5. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, the the the, uh, the a couple of those games we saw coming out for PS Five, I'm definitely interested in. Um, so yeah, we'll see. You 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 gonna say something, Gary? Uh, well, first of all, CD Projekt are perfectionists, so I I I could I could like fully see them delaying the game again because like they're actually one of the the studios that likes their game to be perfect day one. They don't like their game to have a bunch of like bugs and, and glitches and all this stuff like, like every other developer right now. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Shots. Shots, shots. Yeah, shots fired. Shouts to Bethesda. Oh, whoa, whoa. Directed aim sniper shots. But yeah, like, you know, CD Projekt, like they follow the Nintendo... Um, approach to video games and like they perfect it before they release so so I, I like I wouldn't be surprised if it does get delayed again um, and then um, uh, the other thing I was going to say because Dana said um, as well the, the PS5 games are looking forward to I wanted to say real quick as well this is unrelated to cyberpunk but but after um, after you know watching the watching some of the PlayStation 5 reveal stuff again and analyzing things a little bit. That yeah. that Kenna game looks dope, actually. Like uh, that game has me interested. I don't know why, but it looks kind of like looks kind of dope. I like but the art you, style. You you you, you 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 are aware that that game is coming out at launch, right? Oh really? So yeah. So you? I was surprised you, to see that. I was surprised to see that. Yeah. Wait, what game? Are you telling me I, I got to get a PS5 at launch now? <laughs> Which game? This Kenna. is the game they show towards the end. Uh, oh. It's uh the one with the knockoff Pikmin. Oh yeah, yeah. By the yeah, way, uh, shouts to Torrance Davis because he has a very funny name for those Pikmin that I can't say here, but it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's basically an N word Pikmin. <laughs> Which is hilarious, but yeah, carry on. Yeah, but the the thing is, I, I you know we we have to check that because that that might not be a uh, that might be coming to PC also. You know, you never know. I haven't really done any research on the game, so I'm not sure. But I do know that they did say it is that's supposed to be coming out fall 2020. So that's uh, could very well be a, a launch title for for PS5. Um, we'll see. Uh. But yeah, um, as for Cyberpunk, I'm looking forward to Cyberpunk. So let's 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 see what what other news we get moving forward about this title. Um, but uh, any other thoughts on Cyberpunk 2077? No, excited, <clears throat> happy, very very excited. Like more excited than I've been in a in a while. Very very happy. 
I'm happy. <laughs> Absolutely. So, um, I wanted to ask uh, if there's any other topics that either of you wanted to bring up uh, pertaining to uh, gaming uh, topics. Well, one thing I did I did see that was mentioned in the comments that I, I guess we should mention. Yeah, uh, I was going to bring that up. Okay, okay, go go ahead, go ahead. I'll, I'll let you open this up. Oh yeah, so so uh, so yeah. Um, shouts to other Zinc who he might still be in the chat. I don't know, but um, but yeah, you know he he's uh he's a fan of the Xbox brand, the green brand, <laughs> and um, you know he was basically coming at us saying, "Yo, you guys are always talking about PlayStation games. When are you going to talk about Halo Infinite?" So um. So Rich, like, let let me know what what's new about Halo Infinite because I haven't heard anything in the streets. Well, lately. well, the only update with Halo Infinite so far is I saw that there was a tweet that was sent out uh, of a recording uh, for Halo Infinite, and pretty much it just seemingly confirmed that the Banished will be in Halo Infinite. Now, for those who do not know the Banished. They were featured prominently in Halo Wars 2. And the main leader of that group, Atriox, uh, which I think is one hell of a choice for uh, antagonists. So once I saw that tweet, I said, oh, well, this is great. You know, they didn't have to reveal it yet. And obviously we're going to get a reveal because Halo is going to be featured heavily at uh, this Xbox event that's coming up in July. But I will say, if this guy is an antagonist, Going into Halo 6 uh, Or Halo Infinite rather That is the day one purchase for me uh, Already One of the more in interesting things about Halo 5 And I hate to say this as a spoiler For those that either Didn't finish Halo 5 Or don't plan on playing it But if you was going to play it I think you should have already played it By the end of that game Cortana is now considered an enemy So that right there to me is a very interesting setup. This is why I've always said why I wasn't a fan of Halo 5 in the fact that uh, Spartan Lock was so heavily featured throughout the game. Um, I, I've always said that Halo 6, whatever the next Halo is, it could be very interesting if you have Cortana as also being on the opposite side now. So, obviously, we haven't seen a new trailer for Halo Infinite in quite some time. We're going to get that in July. I've also heard that Phil Spencer, he did confirm that the Xbox event is going to be live. It's not going to be pre-recorded like the PS5 event was. And, and, and I've also heard that he has listened to the feedback of people complaining about the last time they had that inside Xbox event. So he's saying it's going to be better, a better experience. Now we'll have to wait and see because it is a live event. I mean, I feel like when you have something live, anything could go wrong. So I hope that they are prepared. If it is going to be live, as he said, but we have to wait and see. But uh, yeah, I mean, overall, all I can say is that that's the only news I've heard about Halo. Obviously, we know it's it's coming out later this year. Uh, it is going to be available on Xbox One and Xbox One X, in addition to the Series X. And that is one topic that I have mentioned multiple times because I think a lot of people think that. People that the Sirius X, this is a title that it, you have to have Halo on this console. And I don't agree with that because it's coming to everything. It's coming to Xbox One, Xbox One X also. 
So you don't necessarily need to have it on the Sirius X, but at the same time, if it is going to be on Sirius X, which it is, I definitely want Microsoft to do a better job of explaining exactly why you would why you should upgrade. What is the benefit of playing it on the Sirius X as opposed to playing it uh, on the regular Xbox One X? Now I know that they've had articles out talking about how uh, you know the Sirius X is going to enhance uh, other games. That's fine, but I want to see a video presentation and an explanation on all of this stuff because. I mean, I feel like they could definitely they could definitely explain that and make it more. That's that's how you sell it on consumers because everybody is not going to read that article or any any of these articles. They're going to want to hear what this is. So I hope that Microsoft does plan on doing that when they have this event next month as well, because I'm someone who has an Xbox One X, so I definitely need to be convinced why I have to upgrade or why I should upgrade. They have to do a better job of explaining that. So hopefully we get that in July. But may I piggyback off of that for a second? Yes.、Mm-hmm. Um, they did over. I know、um, on Xbox Wire, on Xbox Wire, they broke down that you know which games are going to be used for the optimized or optimized for the Xbox Series X,、um, and we already know kind of what the concept is: the faster loader times and the faster frame rates.、Um, they did list the games. That they that's going to be available. So it says the、um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Bright Memory Infinite, All of the Sea, Chivalry 2, Cyberpunk 2077, Destiny 2, Choir. I mean, sorry, Chorus, Dirt 5, FIFA 21, Gears 5, Halo Infinite, Inf-、um, Hitman 3, Madam NFL 21, Marvel's Avengers, Outriders. Scarlet Nexus, Scorn, Second Extinction, The Ascent, The Medium, Vampire Masquerade, Bloodlines 2, and Akuza Like a Dragon. So these are the games that are currently slated to receive the optimizations update.、Um, Microsoft also stated that this lineup will grow over time,、mm-hmm. especially as when we get closer to when it's going to launch. And that not all of the games will be optimized right away when they're released on the platform. So it's gonna might have to take a little bit of while. But for games like Cyberpunk 2077, even though it's going to be optimized for Xbox X,、um, they don't know when the updates will be available. Example.、Yeah, okay. So we might be、That's、looking、cool. more towards like 2020. What are we in? Twenty one. Twenty twenty one. Yeah. That sounds good to me. Yeah. See that. See that. That's that's a lot of information.、Uh, yeah. It's all good. It's all good to hear that.、Um, but now, now that you now that you mentioned that, I, I do have a question that I want to ask、uh, both you and Gary.、Um, and obviously, I guess we don't want this to be a PS five versus、uh, Xbox debate. But I, I feel like I definitely need to ask this question because I think that we we all saw the PS5 reveal event. We all thought, you know, I thought it was pretty good. It was, it was it was it was pretty good, you know. Although there was a lot of release dates that were not revealed in that for some of those games, and we only heard about some of that stuff after that event happened. Like for example, Horizon 
uh, Forbidden West with the release with, with the release window announced after the show for 2021. So that's fine. But here's my question to both of you: Is what do you think that Microsoft needs to do in this July event to actually get people excited about the Series X more so than they are excited about PlayStation Five right now? Oh, that's a very simple question. <laughs> okay, go go ahead. <laughs> Price. You said you said wait, hold on, repeat that. Price. Price? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's just that and what the game's availability and show me what it does. That's different when it comes to the graphics. But price is main one with anything, and I think that's where uh, PS Five. You can argue it dropped the ball. I kind of feel like I'm being strung along. Yeah. Um, I think both uh, Sony and um, Microsoft are waiting to see who's gonna drop their, you know, who's gonna announce first. And in the meanwhile, I just feel like I'm being strung along. You know, I, I you know, I, I will say, uh, I think we we had a joke before that Microsoft will probably uh, undercut Sony when they announce their price. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think that I don't, I don't, I don't know if Sony can afford to undercut on their price. Uh, so it, it, that's why I say I, I have no idea about that. But I, I did see that they did mention in that presentation that they have the uh, they have both the discless PS5 and the the, the the digital only rather. That's what they call it, the digital yeah. only PS5 and and the and the one the regular PS5. I'm pretty sure that PS5 with that disc drive is going to be more expensive than that that uh. Digital only. Oh yeah, it it is massive. massive. But, but, but Gary said he 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 will make some room for uh for for that PS Five in in, in 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 his bedroom. So the design itself seems yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of things. yeah. When it comes to I'll, the design, I'll make room for it when there's there's actual good games out for it. Oh dear. Well, yeah, no, well, well, no, Gary, you, you said that, you, you, that you're going to get that Kona game. That Kona game is a day one, right? You said that's a day one purchase. Oh, yeah. Well, when, when I say like good games, I mean like there, there needs to be a, a, a good library of games. So like not just like two games or something. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I understand that. I understand that for sure. Um, we'll see. But to, so, answer, to answer your question though about... Um, the Xbox, yeah, I, I pretty much agree with Dana. Like, they they need to show uh, a good variety of games that shows next gen capabilities, and they need to give us features of the console itself. So, like, you know, what's what's it gonna look like when you boot up the Xbox Series X? What's the interface like, and what you know, what new features there are, and then give us the price. If they do that, then people will be more excited for. Xbox Series X. See, I agree with the po- the point that you both made, and I pretty much agree with everything that you said. And I will only add this one part to everything. Yes, show us all of that information. But if you really, really want to get people get the ball rolling, you will not only announce a price; you will announce a release date and say, and you can pre-order it right now, right after that presentation. Because if they do that. Well, that, uh, you know, <laughs> that'll get the ball rolling very quickly if people know that they can pre-order it right now as opposed to Sony still not announcing a price 
and not announcing when the system is coming out for sure a confirmed date you want to really be janky yeah what you do it's what you always done is this um now this is also a miracle thought you already know in advance what the date is going to be right and mm-hmm. you've already been working with the developers so they secretly already know so during their present their presentation they end it with it's available now boom i got Oh what? The Sirius X? <laughs> yes. It's available now. I drop. Well, that, that that certainly would would shock uh many people if that if it was if they if that if that happened. It's an ultimate one. <laughs> yeah, that would be that. That, that 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 would be something else. That that really would be something 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 else. That would be monumental. Um, that would that would change the game. So, boom. Well, I'm not. I'm not going to count out uh, Phil to have some type of plan. To, because, because, because again, they, they, I'm pretty sure they have seen how much of a positive response the PS5 event has gotten. I know Phil Spencer had comments and said he felt really good about the Series X after watching that presentation. So, obviously, he has to have a plan in mind to get people hyped about this uh, console. Obviously, they revealed theirs. They revealed the the Sirius X a, a long time before we saw a PS5. So now, if you take it a step further and you decide all, on all these other things, then that definitely will raise the bar, and it's going to make Sony have to also com- figure out the pricing, confirm the pricing, and also get the pre-order the pre-order thing rolling so that they can go ahead and start this process. So we'll see what happens. I'm looking forward to it though, um, for sure, for sure. Uh, <laughs> But on that note, any other thoughts on this topic or anything else that y'all want to bring up before we get ready to close out the show? Uh, uh, nothing more from me. How about you, Daniel? Uh, more from me? Um, just regular stuff. You know, we're getting a bunch of in, uh, Animal Crossing summer updates. I know people like that. That's a oh, yeah. relax. That's a really relaxing game. That's one of those games that's like you know, let me just calm down and and enjoy life. So you know, nothing bigger, nothing like that. Yeah, absolutely. So on that note, yes, thank you all for joining us for today's show. Um, I want to give a special thanks to Dana Abercrombie and uh, Gary A. Swaby for jumping on this podcast. It's completely, uh, we just knew that we wanted to have a discussion, so we definitely wanted to get the ball rolling, and that's why we had the show today. As I mentioned earlier, there will be a Last of Us 2 spoiler discussion at some point, uh, but I definitely would like to encourage everybody to check out the throwdown tonight. Uh, pretty sure they're going to have a lot to say about what went down this week as well as well as uh, i know that they're also doing a spoiler podcast for last of us also so definitely watch tonight's show and i'm pretty sure uh, tony will talk in more detail about that at some point but uh in the meantime thank you all for your continued support um definitely stay safe uh because uh yeah their cases are still rising so Definitely stay safe, take care of yourself and your family. 
Uh, but uh, as for shout outs, uh, Danny, you have any shout outs that you want to give? Just thank you to everyone who's listening and continues to um, support the website. Oh my God, there is one thing I want to say. Okay. I'm so sorry. I like I blinked out and then I completely remembered it. Kind of like we've been getting a lot of hits on it. For those who do not know, AEW, the wrestling program, is finally getting a video game. Oh yeah. Hey, it will be developed kind of in house. Those who watch this the show, Aubrey Edwards, Aubrey Edwards, who is one of the referees, so the main referee, he has a huge background in video game design. She worked for Sony, Nintendo. She did a lot of mobile games. Um, she's been doing this for years, and she was furloughed twice behind this. And because of that, she kind of fell into the wrestling and being a referee. But she's a very extensive background on doing video games, and she is going to be developing the game, which sounds amazing. She's taking a lot of ideas from both the um, wrestlers themselves, uh, such as Cody and Kenny Omega, she mentions, and you know she's been studying other video games, such as the 2K WWE 2K series, to know what kind of worked and what didn't work with that. Oh, don't study and that. No, but you have to study that. Wouldn't that be something to study in order to know what not to do? So he's been studying what not to do. So in order to, you know, avoid the pitfalls. So we don't know anything other than it's being developed. It's kind of very in-house for now with Aubrey. We don't know any type of platforms or release dates or anything or rosters, but we are eventually going to get an AEW video game. Hmm. I'm looking forward to that. And yeah, I did forget about that as well. I'm glad you mentioned that because, uh, that's a pretty big news story. So, uh, very curious to see what ha- what comes of that. Uh, whenever they are prepared to show and talk more about it. Okay. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah. A- a- as for my shout-outs, yeah, shout-outs to all the fans listening, all the people that continue to support the coalition. Shout out to everybody on staff that has been doing an awesome job with the content. Uh, and we actually have a, a lot of great things in the works. Uh, so stay tuned for more great content, more reviews, so on and so forth. Um, and Gary, the floor is now yours for uh, shout outs. Oh, yeah. So uh, first of all, I want to give a shout out to Annabelle from Melanin Gamers for um, having me be part of her Twitch stream um, she, she did like a 24 hour stream for Sickle Cell Awareness during Sickle Cell Day um, which was last week so um, big shouts to her for that and um, also shouts to Nigel from Mayamada and um, they're actually having like a, a, a stream tomorrow uh, sorry not tomorrow on a Saturday and it's going to be their their official gamepad well their first gamepad stream because you know because of uh you know the the, the virus and everything they can't do their um, their in-person events anymore oh, at least not for now so you know instead they're doing like a stream on twitch um i'll i'll get you the times and stuff because I, I can't remember what the time will be in america 
but um, you know definitely check out the stream because there's going to be lots of like information on how to get into the games industry and stuff and also there'll be um, tournaments and um, just you know other discussions around video games and comics and Japanese culture so um, definitely check that out I will link everything um, and yeah we like we'll actually be part of that stream too um, I recorded some videos for, for that stream as well so um, shouts to my mother and then I want to um, give a big shout to all of the staff at thecoalition.com all of the alumni and um, I want to give shouts to our Patreon supporters of course the people who continue to support us um, so that's M. Collins, Mauricio Aguilar, Himdil, Fergus Mills, Miguel, Antonio Rogers, and Wesley. Uh, big shouts to all you guys for your continued support. And uh, that's pretty much it from me. Sounds good. So thank you all for listening to the show. Feel free to let us know if there's any other topics that you want us to talk about in the future. In the meantime, we hope that y'all have a great weekend ahead, and we will talk to you all next time.